Is that kid really a vampire or not? Find out next on Junk Feed. Aw, yeah! Welcome to Junk Food, the podcast about junk food, where we rate and review mystery treats to determine which one will be the undisputed champion of snacks. I'm your host, Mike. Alongside me, as always, Alyssa. Hey, Dad. Hey, Liss. I would never buy anything with Velcro. You would never buy anything with Velcro? It's a total ripoff. Oh, my God. Where do you find this stuff? I don't know. My secret stash. Secret stash of dad jokes. And that was, in fact, a dad joke, a joke you tell to your dad. If you'd like to submit a dad joke for Alyssa to tell me on the show, you can send it in to us via Twitter at JunkFeudPod or via email to JunkFeudPod at gmail.com. Liz! Yeah? Welcome back once again to the world's yeetest podcast. Hitting them with the riz each and every week. Hey. Yeah. Uh, you've been begging me and your mom to get uh, some social media accounts, haven't you? Yeah. And what did we say? No. Did we say it exactly like that? Is that how I sound? Yes. Yeah. I mean. Well, mom said I might be able to get be real. Mom said you might be able to get be real. Yes. She said I I have to wait till next year to get Snapchat though. You're definitely not getting Snapchat next year. That's what mom said. So Uh, I don't know about that. She also said you might be able to get a be real account, which uh, is mom's way of saying no politely to you, I think. Brother, stop. Liz. What? You've been trying to convince us that you should be, as a 12-year-old, a child, that you should be on social I'm media. I'm turning 13 <laughs> in four months. As a preteen, that you should have a Snapchat account. Yes. You even made a PowerPoint slideshow to try to convince us that you should have a Snapchat account. Because it's, it's I have some good reason. Okay, well, why don't you tell me and the world why you, a 12-year-old, soon to be 13. So, basically... 12 is the age to get Snapchat. Okay, what does that mean exactly? Like that's the age requirement on their reading thingy. The age requirement on the reading thingy. You're not making a very compelling case. (laughs) I don't want to talk about this right now. (laughs) What do you want to talk about? (laughs) I want to... Hey, actually, (laughs) sorry, go ahead. What do you want to talk about? I just want to get to our point today. Okay, well, we'll get to the point in a roundabout way. Here we go. Liz. Uh, this reminds me of a time when I was your age, like 12 years old, a mm-hmm. preteen, and I thought that my parents should let me go and hang out at the mall by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, this is not a problem that you have. We live far enough away from a mall that it's not like you can get up and walk to one. But where I lived, I could walk to the mall if I wanted to, and that's what kids my age did. They walked to the mall or got rides or dropped off, took the bus in some cases even, and they hung out at the mall for People of my generation, Alyssa, the mall was the original social network. Cool. Yeah, it was the place Back like- Back in my day. All right. You know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make a point here. Listen, the mall was the social network. That's where all your friends were located, where you interacted with all of them, where you could reliably find everybody that you knew. Mm-hmm. And just like uh, regular social networks, there was a lot of advertising. And if you really wanted you to, you could buy some junk that you probably didn't need. Mm-hmm. I even, just like you made a slideshow for us, I wrote a persuasive essay for my language arts class at school titled, Let Me Go to the Mall. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You got an A. Yeah, I got an A on that paper. And guess what else? Grandma and Grandpa still didn't let me go to the mall. Yeah, your, mom, your grandma and grandpa still didn't let me go to the mall. What a shame. How do kids your age feel about the mall, Alyssa? I love the mall. You like the mall. It's a way to spend money. Oh, right. But it's not like uh, it's not like the center of your social universe. No. 
No. I find that so strangely compelling. Wow. Yeah, like the mall, it's it's such a strange turn of circumstance that the mall became such a big deal in the lives of like teenagers and young adults for such a brief period of time. That it was this central hub of all of your existence, this place where everything that you knew was going on. Yeah. And now that's what? Like TikTok, probably, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what? What? That reminds me of this week's snack. Up next on Junk Food. What is it? Jelly fruit. We're a little late on the trends. Yeah. Because he refused to do this episode. Well, yeah, because you know why? Because I have boo-boo face about this because I don't want to do it. But let's, hey, we're going to do it. We're going to do it anyway, Liz. Uh, What do you know about jelly fruit? Uh, well, it's just plastic. Uh Uh-huh. And there is like jello inside of it. Plastic with like jello inside of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's really what it is. Jelly fruit or uh, fruit, fruit jellies. jellies. Yeah, it's a product, a, a candy snack junk food product that's essentially a gelatinized fruit-flavored goo that's inside of a small plastic container that's shaped like, you know, the fruit that it purports to contain. That's it. It's literally just what the name says, Liz. It's jelly fruit. So, And they also have these, like, hit or miss ones. Oh, well, and we're going to get to that, sure. Some of them are, like, juice and uh-huh. some of them are jelly. Yeah. So, Liz, why don't you tell us why anyone would actually care about jelly fruit? Uh, because they're popular. Well, they used to be popular. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of it, right? They just got popular very quickly uh, on the internet. They went viral, so to speak, which, I, again, I hate saying about food. I don't want to eat viral things. It sounds gross. Like, I'm being infected. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, these things were popular for a brief period of time, starting, like, early 2020. 20? Yeah. Like and during COVID. Yeah, it was a it was an early COVID thing. And mostly when we say these are popular, for a long time they weren't. It was uh December of twenty nineteen when everything changed. Yeah. Liz, what else was going on in twenty nineteen? England won the Cricket World Cup. Yeah. The English won the Cricket World Cup. Who else won a World Cup that year? Uh the US won the Women's World Cup. That's right. Also, speaking World of women Cup. doing uh World doing cool Cup. things, Liz. What happened uh with NASA that year? Uh, the first all-female spacewalk. Yeah, NASA astronauts Jessica Meir and Christina Koch on the all-female spacewalk. The first ever all-female spacewalk. Yeah. And late that year, first known case of COVID-19 recorded in China. Yes. That turned out to be bad news for everybody. Yeah. And then, uh, unfortunately, Rip Torn and Rip Taylor both died in 2019. RIP to a real one. RIP to RIP. Rip to Rip. Yeah. And Rip. 2019, bad year for Rips all around. Yeah. Liz, these jelly fruits in particular had been around since before 2019. Yeah. I can't find any specific information about their genesis. Because mostly. they're a viral snack, Dad. Yeah. Well, I mean, viral snacks still have to come from somewhere. It's not like they just appear out of the ether. Like someone they're has just, to make they're them. They're just there. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, these in this case are differently packaged and formulated versions of a treat that in a different type of instance is called uh, konjac jelly, which is like an Asian snack. It's been around for a while. Get this list. It was banned from import to the United States by the Food and Drug Administration in 2001 because of choking hazards. Well, this is just great. Yeah. Well, not this one specifically that we're going to have. Again, like I said, they've been reformulated, but the candy was so dangerous that eight children in de- in Japan died from choking on it. And uh, the fruit jellies, the konjac jellies were nicknamed the deadly mouthful. 
Well, Yeah, it's pretty nasty. There's a binding agent in the candy. It's so strong that once it got lodged in their throats, you couldn't even do the Heimlich maneuver to get it out. It's wild. Yikes. Anyway, the one we're talking about is slightly different. And uh, here's what happened, Liz. Late 2019, around December, there's this TikToker. His name is Jaden Sprins. Do you is know who that, this is? Is that the guy with like the vampire teeth? Yeah, he's got vampire fangs. He's so cool. He has naturally large incisors. He's so cool, you said? Well, the teeth part. He's <laughs> kind of cringy. <laughs> He's sort of weird, but his teeth are cool? Yeah. All right. I mean, whatever it takes, right? So he did an interview with Food and Wine magazine. He said, December 2019, he's at the 99 cent store. He's shopping for Christmas decorations and he sees these weird looking little jelly fruit things and he just had to have them. So he bought them and, you know, tossed them in the back of a cabinet where they sat for a few months and he just kind of forgot about them. Liz, do you know where jelly fruits came from? How they ended up in those 99 cent stores? Offered by a company called Dindon Foods. Yeah, they're just this like weird imported <laughs> snack from a, a kind of sketchy company. It's a, a company that doesn't have a whole lot of a real corporate presence. They have a website and a Twitter page, of course, but the contact page on their website has not been completely updated. Like if you want to contact them, it still has the default sales at your company.com template email address in there. Mm. They have a California P.O. box. It just looks like a generic importer that just happened to get lucky in the virality lottery. Fun. <laughs> yeah. That, those are lots of fun words there, huh? Yes. So anyway, they claim on their website, fruit jellies are their most popular and best seller. And they say that it's because of the flavors list, which are like nothing you've ever tasted. That's a lie. Yeah, do you think that's true? <laughs> no. I don't know. I mean, I've tasted artificial fruit flavor before. Well, it's definitely that. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, they claim these things are better than candy because they're fat-free and cholesterol-free and low in sugar. And then further... That's the only reason that Miss Natalie let Ella get them. Oh, sure, because they're low in sugar. That makes sense. So they these guys claim that these are the perfect snack for any age. Perfect, mm. Liz? Perfect? Nothing's perfect. Any age, would you feed us to a toddler? Uh, nothing's perfect, guys. Yeah, that's for sure. We're going to find out in a moment. Anyway, Liz, uh, so how did these things end up being TikTok famous? You alluded to the hit or miss challenge earlier, didn't you? Yeah. All right. So we've got some of this weird off-brand jelly candy. Yeah. We've got this vampire dude that finds them at the dollar store. <laughs> and then suddenly in 2020, they get really hard to find. Uh, and it has to do with this this guy and his vampire fangs, Liz. He literally bought out the store. Yeah, well, he is, uh, as far as I can tell, he's not actually a real vampire. But nonetheless, he <laughs> thought <laughs> he thought that it would be cool to make a video where he uses his big old fangs to bite right into these jelly fruit containers instead of opening them up the real way. He was trying to prove to people that his, his incisors, his fangs were real. Yeah. Uh, and so the first time he did this, the fruit jelly inside like splattered all over the place and he thought that this was hilarious and TikTok in particular seems to really like these reaction videos. This was one of those. But that was it. It was just a thing that he did and he put it up on TikTok and he didn't think about it. But then the video started, uh, in his words, doing pretty well, like racking up views and interaction and engagement. And everybody in the comments, instead of being like, oh, ha ha ha, well, so gross. They were like, yo, where did you get those jelly fruit things? We want them. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, and that led to him inventing the hit or miss, or miss game. Have you seen the videos of the hit or miss game? I have. Yeah, so he just made up this game, which was like sort of uh, a very benign, very friendly version of Russian roulette. Liz, do you know what Russian roulette is? No. No, that's probably for the best. Anyway, when you bite in- You want to know in, what it is now. You want to know what Russian roulette is? Yeah. Uh, is have it you ever like seen, with wine? Mm, no. Have you ever seen the movie The Deer Hunter? Nope. Okay, also probably for the best since you're- a child, again. So here's what the hit or miss game is. You bite into the jelly fruit in the plastic package. 
And according to Jaden Sprins, there's roughly an even chance that the fruit goo is going to splatter out like all over you and all over the floor, which apparently people <gasps> that are like mindlessly scrolling through short videos on their phones think is funny. I have a really good story about this game. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. So me and Ella were playing it in the car. What? The hit or miss game with like the thingies. You're lucky I didn't know about that. And <laughs> it was in the truck, like the really good truck, you know, uh-huh. the, the Mr. Grant's truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we bit into it, and it was a purple one, and it sprayed all throughout the entire roof and then all over the dashboard. Oh, my God. And then we spent two hours cleaning it. Yeah, well, that was not enough time, if you had to ask me, because for something it so disgusting. It was really funny. It was funny? Yes. That's your response? It was so funny. Well, I mean, that's, I think that's kind of the allure of this. People think it's funny when things are gross and messy and there's a big reaction to them. Yeah. Well, Jaden Sprins thought it was funny. All of his followers thought it was funny. The millions and millions of people that watched these TikToks thought that they were funny as well. Wait, Dad, what if it sprays all over the computers? Yeah, we're not doing this. Oh. I mean, I guess we can. I don't want to. I will. (laughs) Well, you're, again, if you would like to spend two hours cleaning it up. (laughs) <laughs> I'm a, I, like I said earlier, I have boo-boo face. I'm 100% not into this. Whatever. I just want to see what these stupid things taste like. Want to skip the rest of the notes? <laughs> and go right to the tasting? Yes. I mean, probably we will pretty soon because there's not much more to talk about. <laughs> these are like the simplest thing, but the popularity on TikTok of these it's little tiny 14 minutes. <laughs> 99 cent candies, all that, all that meant was that Jaden Sprins had caused... Chaos. Chaos in the supply chain for jelly fruits because Dindon obviously was not equipped to keep up with the demand for these things. And these dollar bags of candy were going for $75 plus shipping on the secondary market to scalpers because people wanted so bad to make copycat hit or miss videos and put them on TikTok. Whoever still wants to know, they're out. Uh, Costco. Yeah, I mean, you can get them all over the place now. Costco, Costco has their own Amazon. versions of Fruzel. We got ours through Amazon. We got a big uh, a big old container of them for like uh, 13 bucks or something like that. I think the Costco ones are pretty good. You like you actually like the Costco ones. You guys were buying those and eating them before this was a thing. Oh, and then there are like these jelly cups, basically jelly fruit, but they're in the yeah, cups. Do you want right. me to grab those? Well, you said we only have grape left and you don't like them. I'll grab one for you. Okay, well, we'll do that later. Liz. Okay. The videos really were the allure here. It's not the candy itself. It's the reactions to the videos that people are putting up online. And it's there is this thing about these types of videos that makes them so perfect for short form social media and short attention spans that our generations have. Yeah. You know, it's funny when I hear people say, you kids mindlessly scrolling through your phones, you have such short attention spans. You say that to me. I know. And it's funny because my parents obviously said the same thing to me. In fact, when I was a kid, there was the uh, the comedy channel list debuted on our basic cable package, what's now Comedy Central. And there was a show on comedy, the comedy channel at the time that was called Short Attention Span Theater. I need that. Yeah, <laughs> you sure do. Anyway, grandpa thought that was really funny. So uh, once again, Food and Wine Magazine says the way that these viral videos emulate like the three act narrative structure in a minute or less is what makes them so appealing. There's anticipation leading to the bite into the jelly fruit. There's the surprise of the hit or miss, you know, whether it's one thing or another. And then, of course, the coveted reaction itself, like that whole industry that's propped up around reaction videos online. 
This is new media list for better or worse. Yeah. What do you think? Better or worse? Better. This is our generation, Dad. Yeah, why not? Every generation thinks that it's the last one that there's ever going to be and that everybody that comes after them is uh, what's wrong with the youth and culture of today. Well, we see where this chain ends. <laughs> Does it end here with jelly fruit? Yes. Well, it doesn't have to, Liz. What other viral TikTok foods have there been? Uh, mug cakes, slime liquors. Yeah, we reviewed slime liquors. Ooh, the trend mug was cakes like, are good. Uh, mug cakes are good. And I, it's weird to, to see that that became a viral online like TikTok food trend because in like good housekeeping magazine for years and years, there were single serving mug cakes. That's not a new thing. That's something that just got co-opted. Fancy ramen. What's that? Yeah, fancy ramen is just like if you go online, you can watch uh, on people's Instagram stories, them basically taking regular ramen packs and doctoring them up to be fancy, which again is not really an online food trend. It's just the way that people had made Look, ramen. TikTok ramen. Yeah, TikTok ramen is just taking regular cheap packets of like 50 cent ramen and putting good, actual good food in it to make it taste better. Cloud bread. Oh, Cloud bread, Ella yeah. said that was disgusting. Cloud bread? Yeah. Well, we're going to do a show on it one day, so I guess we'll both have boo-boo face for ooh, that one. Ooh, ooh, pasta chips. Yeah, pasta chips. Those were favorite. actually really good. I thought those were fairly good, at least the way that you made those in the air fryer. They were, they were quite good, I thought. But you have to season them with like oregano and stuff. Well, yeah, you season food. That's how it works. And then we still have pink sauce. We still have the pink sauce in the fridge. I haven't really found the perfect application for the pink sauce yet. I mean, Me dipping dipping just raw veggies in it was fine. Yeah. It went okay with chicken and steak. And I don't, I think coconut shrimp would be like the killer app for the pink sauce, but I don't really like coconut shrimp because I don't like coconut or shrimp. Yeah. But. ETC. Yeah. That, that means et cetera. Thanks. <laughs> I know what it means. Um. Lissa, slime liquors. Back to this for a moment. We did a show about slime liquors. Yeah. It is our third most popular show in the history of this program. Uh, makes sense. People love stupid viral foods, even if they're not good. We reviewed those and did not like them. They scored very low, if I recall. No, but they're a lot of people's favorites. Yes, yeah, a lot of people's favorites. They're, f I mean, they are fun to eat, even if the thing you're yeah. eating is not good. But Liz, I went to Five Below the other day to look for these jelly fruits. They're stored behind the counter now. The slime liquors are stored behind the counter. We, I think I put up the sign on our Instagram account. There is a sign, like a, a photocopied sign that says, we are storing the slime liquors behind the counter. You have to ask for them. People are stealing slime liquors from Five Below, Alyssa. Makes sense. Every sign exists because somebody did that dumb thing that the sign is warning you not to do. You know what there are? What's that? Speaking of jelly fruit. Uh-huh. There's like these jelly straws. Jelly straws, huh? Ooh, and they're like, they're really dangerous because- Jelly they like, straws are dangerous. Yeah, they like slide- down your throat and then you have to like cough them back up uh on purpose no like you can't like help it oh you just choke on them mm -hmm. i'm looking at them yeah, now these things they look like they come like, in packaging that's very very similar to the jelly fruit look these yeah i see that if i if i had to guess i would say that these are just the same crap that's in these jelly fruits but in a straw like a pixie stick style mm -hmm. a plastic pixie stick instead but they're, like, of a fruit yeah. They're like the size of a um, hmm, dime. Let's say, no, no. Like More the size like a of penny. a straw. Like Liz. a penny. No, they're bigger than a straw. Like a milkshake straw? Like a smoothie straw? Yeah. A boba straw? 
Yeah, but they like slide down your throat and then, and then you choke. You like choke on them. Well, that but sounds then awful. If you cough, it like slides right out of your throat. Hey, you know what? Um, oh yeah, I'm looking at a video of this Look. girl eating them right now. That's disgusting. Ew, what a mess. Why would they? Why would anyone do this stuff? Look. Yeah, and her cheeks are all puffed out. That's disgusting. Liz, you know what these remind me of though? The jelly straws. They what? remind me of those uh, the honey sticks that we get from the farm. <gasps> Those are so good. Yeah, the little tubes with the flavored natural honey inside. Those are delicious. In fact, Liz, those might be like my favorite thing to get at one of those uh, one of those farm like stands. farm stands that we have near the house. Yeah. And hey, guess what? What? Uh, it's now time for my favorite part of this show, Alyssa. Alyssa reads the ingredients. Alyssa reads the ingredients. Liz, what are the ingredients in these fruit jellies? Tell uh, me. Water, sugar, seaweed extract. Carrageenan. Uh-huh, that's seaweed extract. Well, Citric acid, sodium citrate, artificial flavors, apple, grape, orange, strawberry, pineapple, FDNC yellow, <laughs> number 5E102. You hesitated for a moment because you were going to say yellow hashtag yes, 5. I was. Oh yes, I was. Yes, I was. Red number 40E12, blue number 1E133. Yeah, very good. So the, there is nothing to these these are sugar water with a little bit of artificial flavoring and some food coloring and then a seaweed extract to Hurry, gelatinize Dad, get them. to the rules of the game you want to eat these things that bad yeah i'm trying to delay this because i don't want to eat them well hurry all right let's get to the rules of the game Alyssa. junk food is a culinary classes <laughs> see which tree will be crowned a disputed champion of snacks it's a king of man style battle in which the reigning champ takes on a new challenger each week to see which snack reigns supreme. Yeah, and, and Alyssa. <laughs> and Alyssa. Hey, that's my line. <laughs> the reigning defending undisputed champion of snacks is Mexican Coke. Mexican Coke. This cookie butter was, quite frankly, amazing. That was pretty good. It was pretty really good. Okay. Pretty I was... I was happy. That was the longest episode we've ever recorded. I had to edit it down quite a bit to get it, you know, right around our target time for the show. But I was, I was really happy sitting here eating four different jars of cookie butter. Yeah, just spoon by spoon. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it didn't have the staying power of Mexican Coke. It's not quite as iconic. It's a new kid on the block. And uh, I got to say, Mexican Coke has handily defeated both last week's Sweet Challenger and the Salty Lay's potato chips before it. So we'll see how today's Challenger fares lists right now. Yeah. All right. So the Challenger today, we are trying, Alyssa, the original Dindon Fruity Juicy Jelly Fruits. Yeah. You know how I've said I had boo-boo face a bunch about this? Yeah. It, this actually came up in popular discussion recently because there was a uh, WWE premiere premium live event. That's what they're calling pay-per-views now. PLEs, premium live events. Yeah. It was backlash originating from Puerto Rico, Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Bad Bunny wrestled a match. Really? You know who Bad Bunny is, right? International music superstar Bad Bunny. The guy that's always on the TV when we go to the barbershop. Bad Bunny. No. Anyway, it turns out Bad Bunny is a good professional wrestler, and he won his match. Wow, good job. Yeah, but the thing I'm talking about is uh, there was um, a female wrestler who had a match, Zelina Vega, who was from Puerto Rico. So she was excited to wrestle in front of her hometown crowd, essentially. And as she came out for her match, she was like crying happy tears because she gets to perform in front of her friends and family. And uh, it turns out that's like uh, sort of an indicator of boo-boo face because if a girl cries before her match, 
that means she probably she's going to lose that match because if she was going to win, she would cry the happy tears after she won. But they want to get the emotional response from the crowd, so she cries the happy tears before she has the match, knowing that she's going to lose and won't be able to do it afterwards. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. There used to be a, a an indicator of this in the Attitude Era list. Do you know the professional wrestler Kane? Yeah. Big old seven foot tall guy wears a mask and summon fire like a demon. Dad. Yeah. You're slowing the show down. I know. I'm doing it on purpose. I don't want to try these disgusting okay. jelly fruits. We do have a few nondescript Costco versions left over. Yeah. You told me you were going to go get some of those Costco fruzels. Yes. Are you going to go get those? Yes. All right. Well, why don't you run down and grab them and we'll be back right after this. Okay, and we're back. And we are back. Liz, you have the mixed fruit-flavored jelly with coconut chunks, grape, fruzel fruit jelly. Yes. <laughs> it just, it looks like a jello shot. That's what this looks like. Do you know what yeah, a jello shot is? I do. <laughs> what? Why do you know what a jello shot is? You're 12. Because mom told me about it. Oh, well, yeah, that tracks. Look, uh, these just look like slop. Like goop in a, in a can. I've already tried these, so like, it's your turn. <laughs> if I was a kid playing with my He-Man figures, I would expect this to be the the slime that was pouring off of Snake Mountain onto the Dad, top of- Dad, stop <sighs> pushing so back. All right, Alyssa. It's crunch time. Crunch time. We rate our snacks using a tier list from Sprinkles to Fun Dip. Sprinkles to Fun Dip. So snacks can be graded A, B, C, D, or F with the very best treats earning the elusive S tier ranking. The following contest is scheduled for one serving. Awards. And is for the undisputed championship of junk food. All right, Liz, here we are. Fruits. I have a bowl of jelly fruits here. Eee, they look so... I have two of each flavor, one for you and one for me. As I pull them out of the bowl, I can see we have grape, we have orange. Mango. We have, is no, that a that's mango? mango? That's a mango? Yes. All right. Well, never mind. We have grape, mango. I think uh, it's orange. I do not. Strawberry, lime, and pineapple. Now, what are you saying you don't want to do? The grape. You don't want the grape? Grape is like my favorite grape artificial is fruit flavor. is my least favorite. Listen, I love grape flavored stuff. I loved grape. Jolly Ranchers, Grape Lollipops, Grape Popsicles, Grape Twin Pops in particular, where you had like the two lo popsicles with the two sticks. In fact, I like grape flavor so much that when I would go to the doctor when I was a kid, I would always ask them to give me extra tongue depressors because they were coated with grape flavoring. Ew. Sometimes when I'm just walking around, I can smell artificial grape flavor in the air and it feels like I'm having, you know, a, like an episode or something. All right, well, let's get the grape one out of the way first. All right, I should say, over, first of all, these are cute, Liz. They're cute. They're brightly colored. Look, they're like little poppets. They're little simulacrums of fruits. Actually, I mean, this grape cluster is bigger than a single grape, but smaller than a bunch of grapes, I should say. The strawberry is like actual size, right? Yeah, I'd say the grape is about like two grapes tall. Yeah, like two medium-sized grapes, sure. Right, so ready? let's... I'm not doing the hit or miss challenge for this. If you want to, I would suggest you do it that way, away from all the sensitive electronic equipment and somewhere near where you'll be able to clean it up. So I'll narrate here. You have put the grape, the stupid grape thing <laughs> in your mouth. You can't narrate or I'm going to laugh. You're turning away from me. You're biting down. It's a hit. Liz, you got the whole thing. Well, you got half of it. You're making a face. I hate grape. You are making the ranch ice cream face. Hey, at least I'm not crying this time. So anyway, I should illustrate here, folks. When you oh. when you bit down on this thing, 
the plastic container burst upon the seam where it's been, I guess, vacuum formed, I suppose. And luckily enough, it burst in a way such that you could eat it. Now, I don't, how am I supposed to, am I supposed to rip this thing off here? To twist it and then rip It's a little plastic twist tab. These remind me of when we had Mondo fruit drinks or Kool-Aid bursts when I was a kid, which were these little plastic bottles. Oh, the jelly is oozing out of the top of this. I'm going to, I'm going to eat the grape one. <laughs> His face. Oh, so, oh, mm, not good. So the texture is very off-putting. It is just like... <laughs> A sludge, a slime, a goop, just goo. Right, I, these I will, are my favorite, the old ones. The grape, was, the grape flavor is good. It reminded me of the purple little hugs jugs that you would get at like picnics or cookouts when you were a kid. Oh, like the little um, barrel juices? Yeah, that's right. I All mean, right. it's that same grape flavor. So you're doing mango next. Oh, look, I already know that's going to come my way now. Okay, so you got another, you've got another hit here. I'll twist the cap off. That was a good pop you had. I'm I'm having trouble twisting this one off here. It's gonna oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a miss for me. I twisted it and got mango on my shirt. Anyway, mango here it is. <laughs> you look like you're gonna vomit. I'm gagging mouth. on this because it's not good. It's super sweet, like sickly sweet. And the I don't I, mango flavor is not my favorite. But also the sound it was making oh, as like it the... was squeezing out, like the it sounded like I was peeing. It sounded like like I the like, sound of a urinal, which was awful. I like this one because of the texture on the outside when I bite it. Yeah, the strawberry is nice to feel. <laughs> Stra <laughs> strawberry. That's how my grandfather used to say it. Strawberry. Oh, this is red. So if it gets all over, it'll be... That way. Face that way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Where did that go? <laughs> oh, there's strawberry goop all over the carpet. Hey, at least it was only a little bit. Well, you're gonna you're gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> what what a mess! Why did I agree to do this? <laughs> Wait, can you hear it through the microphone? Listen, this one's awfully sweet. Yeah, Ooh, strawberry like is very very sweet. I like this one in my mouth too. There's okay. You have the these are lime, I guess. Uh, I think so. It's gotta be a lime. It couldn't be anything else. I mean, this is not exactly the texture of a lime. These these reverse dimples are very much backwards. Uh, all right, lime, here we go. Lime's not bad. That barely tastes like lime. That tastes like the butt end melted popsicle in the bottom of the little push-up pop bag. It's very underwhelming. And then I like pineapple. I don't mind it. I like pineapple overall. Again, this looks like a little pineapple without the leaves on the top. Oh, no. This one almost sprayed out the oh, other side. You got it. You saved it. Good job. <laughs> Oh, that one's shot to the back. This doesn't okay. taste like pineapple at all. Mm -mm. It tastes like tapioca. Ugh. I like tapioca, but not when I'm not expecting it. All right. All right. So, Liz, uh, overall, those were pretty awful. I'm going to, for comparison's sake, I'm going to try this Costco Fruzel fruit jelly here. Watch out for the juice on the top. Yeah, I see that. You Look open the top up. It. Now, this looks this looks more like jello. Like, oh, there are chunks of coconut in this. Yeah, obviously. Oh, yeah. my God. Goodness. You have to slurp the top or the juice is going to spill all over you. I do not like this either. Not at all. You it have doesn't to take the rest of the shot. It doesn't. Dad. Ugh. What are you practicing for your sorority? Shot, shot, shot. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew, Dad. I can't do this. These are awful. Very bad. Oh. Well, I'm disappointed that you that I let you talk me into this. 
because that was a terrible experience. These are disgusting. The texture is unpleasant. The flavors are, I think I used this word before, nondescript, underwhelming. I think for me, grape was the best, followed by strawberry. Strawberry, stop saying. And the other three might as well have been interchangeable because there was no discernible flavor to them at all. The Costco one gets an F. It's trash. I won't. (laughs) The rest of these are D pluses for me with grape being a a D flat. What do you think? This is, I mean, if we're talking about bliss points, whatever the opposite is of bliss, that's what this experience was for me. You know, I'm just going to say they're all put at a C minus for me. C minus. I would. Yeah. Good on you. These are below average. The only reason these are popular is because some people online decided that they were for fun, not even based on any inherent quality that they have. Like the taste is not good. Yeah, they're not good. Why do people like things? Well, all right, listen, (laughs) I like plenty of things that aren't good. But the experience of eating it. I think it's the experience of eating it and knowing that you're part of a community. It's having a communal experience with other people that are eating bad things just for fun. Yeah. And having fun together. Unless we're having fun together. Yeah, we're especially having fun after the show cleaning up the big splotch of red on the carpet. I don't know what this we stuff is. That's that's a you problem there, young Brother, it's all in the white section, too. Yeah, great job. Anyway, Alyssa, your winner and and still reigning, defending, undisputed champion of snacks, and it was never even in question, not for a moment, Mexican Coke. Yes. Dominating performance. Total squash match. Oreo roll? Liss. We have the s'morios. We have the s'morios. Thanks to friend of the show, Amir, who left a box of new, I mean, they're, they're pretty much new, limited edition s'morios, which used to just be called s'mores Oreos, but and now- it looks like some like raccoon got into ours. Oh, uh, it looks like what? Like a small animal, yeah. like a raccoon got into these? Yeah. yeah. Because I will- <laughs> Half of this box <laughs> is missing. I brought these home yesterday and left them out on the counter, and you've just pulled two more out, (laughs) and you think I don't know, but I saw you eat four of them this afternoon when I came home from work. Uh, Alyssa, listen, I can't can't blame you. These are so good. They smell incredible. They smell like vanilla and graham. There's a hint of that toastiness from graham. These are my favorite Oreos. I should say that outright. A twist... And the cookie comes off very, very cleanly, just a little smidgen. In the middle is some chocolate cream filling and then some marshmallow flavored cream filling. And when you put it all together, the chocolate and the marshmallow and the graham, it's like a s'more. I could eat a million of these. A plus. I'm born. A plus for sure. One more. I'm going to do one more. I'm going to do the twist single side. Oh, perfect separation on the twist. The graham cookie is light. It's flavorful. It's crunchy. The cream fillings are in the perfect ratio relative to each other and to the cookie. A wonderful experience overall. A plus. Alyssa, now here's the question. When we invoke the Oreo rule, we have the option that the Oreo can defeat the champion. It's possible. This is an officially sanctioned matchup. I have my answer. So what do you think? S'morios or Mexican Coke? I think s'morios. Wow. Do you really? Yeah. Wow. So here's the thing. This is a split decision because even though s'morios are my favorite Oreo, I like them more than double stuffed Oreos, which was at one point the former reigning defending undisputed champion of snacks. I think Mexican Coke is probably the better overall treat. I think the exclusivity of s'morios sort of plays against it here. 
There's only a limited amount of time that I can have it during the year. I shouldn't hold that against it, but I do. I'm fickle. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I am. So I don't know. I don't think, you know, I don't think that S'morios can beat Mexican Coke on this day. Maybe on a different day, but not on this day. We'll have them back later. How about that? Yeah, I mean, we're going to have another opportunity because if they're released again next year, maybe with a different name or even a different package, I'd be willing to accept that. Me too. So yeah, A plus, best Oreo there is, I think, but still not enough to get it done against the champ. Liz. What? I have an important question for you. Will it fry? Can no, you deep fry? Absolutely not. This week's snack. If you're dumb enough to deep fry jelly fruit, you deserve whatever happens to you. Yeah. I couldn't I, I honestly couldn't find any examples of this particular snack, these fruit jellies deep fried online. So I mean I guess if you wanted to, you could figure out a way to do it. It would be like a jelly donut, probably. You'd squeeze some of this stuff into the middle of a battered and fried dough of some sort, like a, like a Hanukkah donut kinda. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't do it though. You know what I would do, Liz? The back of the box. I would check out the back of the box. It is time to check out the back of the box, a weekly segment where we play a little game. Alyssa, would you like to play a game? Yeah. Hey, guess what? What? This week's segment is... Serial Thriller. Serial Thriller. It's a new segment where we take two new breakfast cereals and put them head to head to see which is the breakfast champ and which is a breakfast chump, Alyssa. Yeah. And here's the thing. (laughs) Uh, I found two new cereals at Walmart this week. We're going to try them both, see which one we like better. The winner is the serial thriller, and the loser, Alyssa, is brutally murdered by the winner. That's, oh. That's why it's a serial thriller. Good grief. Liz. <gasps> why not serial killer? You get to choose the manner of death, because serial killer is obvious. Well, like, how do I choose the manner of death? Do I, like, smash it to crumbs? Well, you get to choose how the winning cereal gets to murder the losing cereal. You get to make it up. It's in your imagination. All right. Bring anyway, them over. Here are the two cereals that Bring we have over, today. Bring them over, Smalls. This one, in particular, I was kind of curious about, and then I saw the box, and I was less interested, but then I opened them up, and now I'm back to being interested again. This is Kit Kat cereal, Alyssa. Dad, so I kind of cheated the system here. What? So what did you we... try these already? You weasel. <laughs> so when we were downstairs, I just saw them and I was like mindly munches, munching on like the spicy peanuts. And then I kind of like reached my hand in there and tried one. Oh no. Well, I haven't had them yet, so I'm going to so try I'll, them too. So I'll save my opinions. Okay. So first of all, we have Kit Kat cereal. Named Ew, after... you brought... I brought some milk cup, yeah. Named after gross. it's not. It's still cold. Grr. It's in a. It's in an insulated container. Grr. The Kit Kat cereal. I want to pour it. Named after <laughs> half and half in each. Please do not make a mess. Named after the candy bar Kit Kat. So uh, it purports to be chocolatey and crispy. You're pouring some milk on top right now. And then the other one, list is a limited edition version of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Trace Leches Toast Crunch. Alyssa, do you know what Trace Leches is? I do not. Well, what's what is uh what does trace mean in Spanish? Three. Uh huh. And leche is times wrong milk. So trace oh. leches is the name of a pastry, a cake, trace leches cake, which is made with three different kinds. Alyssa of what? Milk. Of milk. That's right. Do you know what three kinds of milk in a trace leches cake are? No. Okay. Soy, almond, oat. D- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's usually whole milk, evaporated milk, and then sweetened condensed milk. Oh. Yeah, so Tres Leches Cake. All right, I'm a, trying uh, it. A famous Mexican dessert. You are going in on the Kit Kat cereal right away. Mmm, mmm, no, it smells like a, a cake. It smells chocolatey. Let me see. 
<laughs> you're, you're giggling because a, a single drip of milk fell on my pants and you think that's hilarious. <laughs> Ew. Mm. Wow, you don't like the Trace Leches Toast Crunch. Uh-uh. Ew. It would taste like coconut. You said it tastes like coconut. Uh. Well, let's see here. Ew. You're going to hate that, Dad. Oh, it's it smells weird. Kit Kat is definitely better. Well, yeah, I mean, here, first, the bad news. Neither of these are any good. True. I mean, what do you think, Liz? Well, I think Kit Kat wins this, just overall. They're both not the best. Yeah, neither of these are good. The Kit Kat cereal, uh, I think, is probably exactly the same as the Little Debbie Cosmic Brownie cereal. Or maybe even the um, Nutty Buddy, Little Debbie Nutty Buddy cereal, because it's just... I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just crunchy little squares of a chocolatey cereal that are not terribly chocolatey. Like it's, it doesn't, it doesn't taste very good. Yeah. It doesn't have that rich chocolatey flavor that you would expect from like, I don't know, a Cocoa Puffs or a Cocoa Pebbles, for example. Um, it's, it's kind of disappointing. And these are only sold in family size. Uh, Family size boxes at Walmart. So we have this giant box of this crap that we have to eat now. Wait, Dad. Yeah. So since this show has been quite shorter than the other ones, can we pick something out of our mystery box? Oh, you'd like to do an impromptu around the world in 80 bites? Yeah. Well, let's wrap up Serial Thriller real fast. Okay. So, Liz, first of all, uh, what did you think of both of these? I didn't like the Kit Kat uh, cereal because it. Didn't, well, first of all, it didn't taste like Kit Kats. It wasn't very chocolatey to me. It had sort of like an off-putting chemically flavor. Trace Leche's Toast Crunch, I could see how it's sort of trying to mimic the the sweet, sort of a little bit funky taste of a Trace Leche's cake, um, but it doesn't exactly hit. I can see where you would pick up the coconut flavor from. I don't think it's necessarily coconut, but for the, I also don't think it's very good. For the Kit Kat, I'll give it B minus for the trace leche stuff i'll give it a f wow an f holy moly that's uh i think these are both like d pluses for me they're not very good so Liz, you think kit kat wins the first ever cereal thriller competition how does kit kat cereal brutally murder trace leche's toast crunch We're gonna smash it pow 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 so just by brute force, because the Kit Kat pieces are larger and more substantial, it's going to smash the Trace Leches Toast Crunch. Yes, and then it's going to take, the color's going to overpower. Yeah, as you continue to eat these. Well, I mean, that was, uh, I was all excited for this segment because I thought it was a good pun and a great concept. And then we had two, like, Very to total busts in this cereal. In fact, this whole episode, uh, with the exception of the S'morios, has sucked. <laughs> Because yeah. jelly fruit is crap. And these were very, very bad also. What a disappointment. Well, Maybe let's, the snack from the mystery box will make it up. Yeah, we've got time. Let's do one. We've got our munch pack here with snacks from around the world. This is an impromptu version of Around the World in 80 Bites, where we try snacks from across the globe. Liz, let's see what we have today. Brother, you're looking. <laughs> okay, I have some options for you. We have a packet of... Noshki's Grill Rings Flavored Wheat Snacks. These look to be a savory crisp style from Antwerp in Belgium. So we have some Belgian crisps, essentially grill rings. We have a, uh, from the same company also in Belgium, a packet of Dazzler's Raspberry, the perfect chew. These look like, uh, 
I don't know, maybe like a, a chewy spree. Wait, how of do some you sort? see where they're from? Right down there. Uh, and then you have what I think would probably win if I had to guess. This is a lion, a Nestle Lion Caramel Blonde Double Caramel Bar. From somewhere. And this one, I think, this one, I think, is Polish, if Probably, because it's like the Nestle thingy. That's why I love Nestle Crunch. Nestle no longer owns Crunch. Did you know that? I did not know that. Ferrero. It looks like it's going to have nuts in it. Irresistible caramel and white chocolate outside with crispy wafer and crisp pieces surrounded by layers of sweet caramel inside this limited edition candy bar. Uh, And these are from Poland. Well, we can try one or two of them. We have time. What do you think? I want to try that. I want to try that lion bar now. Me too. So let's try that. And then we'll try the, we'll try the Noshkis. We'll save the Dazzlers for another day. Okay. Ooh, this looks good. Okay, so upon opening the Lion Blonde Caramel Bar, it looks sort of like a Baby Ruth if there were crisp rice pieces under the out, outer chocolate Whoa. instead of, yeah, that's Way good looking, Liz. Good break. That's a great cross section here. There is, uh, this looks like it's, it looks like, Alyssa, a Kit Kat. Smells strange. But with white chocolate and caramel surrounding it, and then. It smells like a coffee. Oh, butterbeer. Yeah, it's got sort of that caramelly, vanilla-y flavor. Uh, as a scent, it's got a good crisp. Not worth the hype. I'm really enjoying the texture. I like crisp rice bars, and I like Kit Kat. This is sort of like if you had a 100 grand bar, but instead of all caramel in the middle, there was a Kit Kat lodged in there. And uh, this would this would work better if it was chocolate instead of white chocolate on the outside. What? I do like this, though. It's pretty good. I'm not a fan. B- minus for the Nestle Lion Caramel Blonde. I'll give it a C. Okay, for the Noshkis Grill Wings. Rings. Grill Rings, excuse me. First of all, who taught you how to open a bag of chips? Obviously not you. You absolute animal. Look at this. You have ripped just straight down the side. What if we don't eat all these and we have to reseal this bag? It's impossible. Nothing's impossible. The logistics of bag resealing are impossible. These look like, I don't even know what they look like. I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, they look like... (laughs) <laughs> they do. They look like a half a piece of ziti. They're kind of weird. Do not taste like anything from the grill. They sort of have a barbecue chip seasoning. They remind me of a talkie without the flavor. Yeah. it's uh, I, mm, These are kind of interesting. I've never had anything like this before. It's sort of like a barbecue chip flavor, like a seasoning packet that would you get on a barbecue chip, but on like a toasted wheat cracker it's not working that's in a cylinder it's not working for you no i could eat so, a bunch of these guys this show was a letdown uh i don't know b minus for these two not a total letdown smorios are great best in class Noshkis are not bad i'm gonna eat this whole pack okay the lion caramel blonde bar kind of a disappointment i thought that was going to be good the packaging list we should say is amazing it's got a lion on it yeah just a lion bro it's a lion bro where's the lion bro the lion looks good. He's got a big blonde mane. He's like roaring the name lion out of his mouth onto the wrapper. Noshki's packet is uh, pretty generic, I think, actually. Yeah. I'll stick to my walkers. Yeah. Well, you still have some walkers roast chicken crisps downstairs. Those are so good. Anyway, I think they're probably still in pretty good shape. In fact, I'd say they're probably uh, in excellent condition, wouldn't you? Yeah. And this podcast should reach you. 
in excellent condition, satisfaction guaranteed, or your money back. If you've got a question for us, you can write to the address on the label. That's junkfeudpod at gmail.com. Liz, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No. No, of course not. Uh, This podcast has contained your recommended daily allowance of fun. Fun. For more, go to Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you choose to be social and find us at JunkFeudPod. You can watch fun-sized reviews on YouTube, buy our merch on TeePublic, and don't forget to catch all the snacks each and every week wherever you listen to podcasts. Until we see you again, for Alyssa, I'm Mike. Hasta la Don't get any on ya. Bye. Hitting him with the riz.